Welcome to the Minubian King Podcast. Reading Gay Erotica for Your Personal Pleasure Today's story is called Like Father, Like Son. There is a belief that if you want to know what a guy or girl will eventually look like, then you must meet their father or mother because according to the old adage, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. When my boyfriend and I started living together, I knew that this eventuality would soon arise. My boyfriend Cal, short for Calvin, as named after his father, had grown up on a farm and was a real farm boy at heart. He was large and stocky, and most people found it difficult to believe that he was actually gay. He was a total alpha and far stronger than he actually realized. When we had sex, I constantly had to remind him to take things easier, and often berated him for the bruises I had to endure as a result. He was a really great partner, however, so I always forgave him his roughness. Sexually speaking, he was also a great lover, but here again great care had to be taken when we made love. He was handsomely endowed, which I liked, but had a very uncomfortable cock that needed a great deal of lubrication. Apart from its above-average girth and oversized glands, Cal had the most rigid dick I had ever encountered. It was like a solid piece of wood and simply had no pliability. It protruded from his body at a slight upward angle and could easily support the weight of a towel without being pulled downward. As a result, the initial part of any sexual encounter was extremely uncomfortable and it literally felt like my rectum was being torn apart, despite the abundance of lubrication that was used. When Cal got sexually excited, he was like a raging bull and I always had to beg him to slow down to allow me time to adjust to his inflexible dick. After the initial entry ordeal was over, thankfully things soon got very enjoyable. Getting to that point, nonetheless, was often problematically painful. What made matters worse was that Cal was highly sexed and most days my arse felt like it had gone 15 rounds in a heavyweight boxing match. I was very lucky that an old buddy of mine was a pharmacist and was able to prescribe very good creams for my ongoing dilemma. Cal's parents knew he was gay and were apparently very cool with his sexual orientation. With Cal being an only child, I surmised that they had to be compliant in the hope that he would finally return to and run the farm in the future, which he had put on the back burner temporarily in order to experience a bit of the outside world. I was in no doubt, nonetheless, that he would eventually revert back to his roots. In any case, even though I knew his parents were comfortable with his sexuality, I was still nervous when we headed to his home to spend a week-long holiday with his folks. Upon greeting them, they instantly assured me that they were not into formalities and insisted on me referring to them a Calvin and Martha. What blew me away instantly was the epiphany I had upon meeting his dad. It was as if I were looking at what Cal would look like in 20 years on and 100 pounds heavier. Calvin, like his son, was handsome and extremely sexy, and I was overjoyed that the apple one lived with had not fallen too far from the tree. Their greeting was extremely warm, and after being hugged and kissed by his mom, his dad's animated welcome followed. The hug I then got from his dad was sustained and sent an electrical shockwave throughout my body. I was instantly aroused and couldn't believe how much his prolonged hug had turned me on. In particular, the musky odor of his embrace made my entire body tingle with horniness. Cal had always exuded a strong masculine smell that I loved, and although he showered daily, he never masked his natural body essence with colognes and deodorants. Cal simply saw stuff like that as an unnecessary waste of money. 
Calvin's smell, however, was like a greatly amplified version of his son's aroma. We had driven all day to get to the farm and having only arrived after 6 p.m., once we had put our luggage in our room we sat down to dinner shortly thereafter. Throughout dinner, the visual interaction I received from Calvin began to both confuse and delight me. I was almost sure that he was definitely flirting with me. Exciting as it was, I had to keep reminding myself that he was, after all, my lover's father. Later, as we sat in the lounge, Calvin insisted that I sit next to him on the couch. He now constantly patted me on the knee or shoulder as we all chatted, continuing to send shivers through my body. By the time we all went to bed, my mind was in a total spin. Although I was very horny, regrettably after the long drive Kel was exhausted and fell asleep instantly. As I lay next to him I couldn't stop thinking about Calvin and what lay ahead during our holiday. The following morning, when I got up at six, I excitedly made my way downstairs to the kitchen. I knew that Cal would not surface before nine o'clock because he hated getting up early and had reminded his dad of this fact at dinner the previous evening, emphasizing that he was on holiday. Like her son, Martha was also not an early riser and also seldom got out of bed before nine. Calvin, however, was up by 5.30 every day and always made his own daily breakfast. Upon arriving in the kitchen, Calvin was enjoying a cup of coffee. Calvin now greeted me with a strong hug and an erratic good morning kiss that left me in no doubt that he had been coming on to me the previous evening. You're a pretty little thing, he said as our faces broke apart, before concluding, in fact, you also smell as good as a ripe peach. My son is a lucky guy. Thank you, I coyly replied. Listen, Dean, as you heard last night, my sister-in-law has invited you guys for lunch today to see all the family, etc. I can't stand those boring fucks and never go with on these outings. Besides, being a farmer, I also have to work on Saturdays. May I suggest that you spare yourself the ordeal by electing to stay behind so that I can show you around the farm, among other things, he concluded with a salacious look on his face. Sure, I compliantly agreed. Coffee, he now offered. That would be great, I agreed. As we sipped our coffees he asked, so, is Cal any good in bed? Yes, very, I replied with a naughty smile. Well, in that case, later on when Cal and his mother leave, I'll hopefully be showing you that he is a chip off the old block, Calvin answered. After placing his empty cup on the counter, he then said, but there's no harm in a little warm-up session before we leave for a walk, is there? He did not wait for an answer and instantly embraced and commenced ardently kissing me once more. I also now experienced an even more forceful embrace from Calvin. Cal was definitely his father's son, I thought as this happened. I was totally overcome by the rustic smell of his beard as our mouths mashed together. Cal had a short goatee, which I had always liked. The full beard of his father, however, was much more exciting. Shortly, Calvin's large hand slipped into the back of the shorts I was wearing before a forceful finger started prizing my butthole open. I'm going to fuck the living shit out of you later, he grunted as I gasped. Oh, Christ, I'd better stop before I get too carried away. We don't want to tempt fate and get surprised by an unexpected early riser, he ruefully grumbled. To cool down, Calvin then suggested we take an early morning walk. As we walked and chatted, I asked, have you always been bisexual? 
Yes, but I've always preferred men, he admitted, before continuing, that's why I never minded the fact that Cal is gay. When I was young, if my father found out that I was gay, he would have killed me. That's why I simply did the straight thing, which I have never regretted, he assuredly added. After a thoughtful pause, Calvin then continued, Luckily, there is a farmhand that works here during the week and whom I get to fuck frequently. You see that building over there, he said pointing to a small building about 200 yards away from the main house. Well, that's my workshop. That's where I fuck him. Oh, I answered, before we now made our way there. The neatly laid out workshop was well organized, and there was a divan to the one side with a blanket covering it. Is that where you commit your sins? I asked with a mischievous smile. Calvin simply answered with a nodding chuckle. Calvin now again kissed me for a minute or so, but surprisingly didn't take things further than that. After returning to the main house, he made a hearty breakfast for the two of us. When the sleeping beauties finally joined us, Calvin told them about the decision that we had made earlier. Cal and Martha weren't fazed by this. In fact, I could tell that Martha was rather pleased about the prospect of having Cal all to herself. At around eleven, mother and son finally went on their way. As Calvin and I waved them goodbye, he lustfully said, Now I have you all to myself for five hours, and so we can really take our time. Upon walking back into the house he then suggested, I know it's early, but why don't we kick thing off with a celebratory beer? Cool, I agreed. With beers in hand, Calvin then said, Okay, now let's head for my fuck shop. I mean workshop, he said correcting himself with a hearty chuckle. When we arrived in the workshop, we instantly began to strip our clothes off. The heftier version of Cal was magnificent, and I now couldn't wait for Cal to begin the expansion to his father's size. I could now also see that Cal's cock was a carbon copy of his dad's dick, which also appeared to be very rigid. The only noticeable difference between the two was that Calvin's balls seemed larger and definitely hung lower than his son's. So, what is the normal procedure with your farmhand? I asked with an impish smile. Well, he calls me daddy. And he also likes it very rough, Calvin said as he gripped hold of my arm and led me to the divan. I was very pleased when I then saw him retrieving a tub of Vaseline off a shelf before opening it. What does daddy want? I asked as he returned to the divan. Get on your stomach, Dean, he growled. Calvin now picked up a paddle from under the divan and commenced whacking my arse. The first two smacks were unpleasant, and as I tried to jump up, his left hand firmly held me down before he recommenced spanking me. Amazingly, the stinging soon became unbelievably enjoyable. What if your son sees my bright red arse? I uttered, as a new worry began to filter through my mind. Don't let him. Just fuck with the light off tonight. In any case, by tonight your arse will have returned to its normal color, he assured me. After finally putting the paddle down, Calvin began to coat his dick with Vaseline. As Calvin then nestled his body up behind my open legs that were dangling off the sides of the divan, he inquired, Where did you get those bruises on your upper arms and hips from? From your son, Cal also likes it rough, I answered. Ha, I'm pleased to hear that my son takes after his old man, Calvin responded with a tone of pride in his voice. As he now placed his dickhead on my portal, he then proclaimed, Now let's find out if my son fucks as well as his old man. 
With a massive shove, a magnified version of my normal sexual routine now got underway. Amazingly, the spanking that I had just received substantially alleviated the pain of his forceful entry. As I yelped, Calvin gave an appreciative growl. Fuck, yeah, that's my favorite sound in the world, he exulted, before adding, I love it when a bitch squeals submissively. I now also got to experience a different approach from Cal's thrusting, because Calvin preferred a far more irregular technique with longer pauses between each bullying plunge. When Calvin really got going, he then commenced pulling his dick all the way out of me, before his persecuting large cockhead once more blustered its way back into me. As one would expect, although acclimatizing to the onslaught was strenuous initially, once Calvin got into his full stride, the pleasure made me inwardly admit that Cal still had a lot to learn in the technique or tantalizing a sphincter. With his harrying hands moving up and down, from my neck, to my hips, to my shoulders, and then upper arms, I even began berating myself for possibly inhibiting Cal's approach because of my constant whining. Unlike Cal, Calvin didn't take any prisoners, and one was compelled to adhere to his demands. Consequently, Calvin was taking me beyond my normal vanilla parameters, and I loved it. Much as I wanted Calvin to escalate his abusive onslaught even more, I restrained myself. I really didn't want Cal to find out that his father and I had been intimate, due to the traces of discoloration emanating from Calvin's ardor. With my body weak from blissful abuse, I had been turned into a simpering mass by the time Calvin finally unloaded into me. I had never been fucked more comprehensively in my lifetime. After we returned to the house, we had another beer with a leftover sausage from breakfast. Not long afterward, Calvin looked at me and said, we had better get back to the workshop because there is lots more work to be done. I happily followed him back there. Back in the workshop, I was soon on my back on the divan. After lowering himself onto me, I now got to experience the full weight of his body as he commenced fiercely kissing me. Jesus, if we lived alone your neck and shoulders would look sick after I am done with you, Calvin grunted. Much as I would have loved being bitten and orally abused, I was, nevertheless, pleased that he didn't follow through on that threat. As he feverishly ground his knob into my crotch, Calvin's mouth gave my head a very animated working over. With hair and spit coating my face, his grunts above all excited me incredibly. Added to this, his intoxicating odor had now begun to ferment even further, encasing us in the most amazing bubble of animalistic essence. Very shortly, with his legs on either side of the divan and his feet on the floor supplying traction, Calvin placed my legs over his shoulders before shoving his cock into me once more. Initially in this position, Cal's thrusting wasn't too hectic to begin with. The added dynamic of him once more swamping my features with his hairy face was mind-blowing. This session, however, was longer-lasting and extremely passionate, which I absolutely loved. On and on the grunting beast kept fucking me as I relished the most heavenly sexual encounter I could ever remember. I ecstatically wished that Cal could be watching, so he could learn how things were really done. After an eternity of gratification, Calvin lifted his torso and really began hammering his knob into me savagely. As I ran my hands up his arms and let my fingers swim in his damp armpits, I started pleading with him to fuck me even harder. Calvin now went so totally berserk that I had to claw onto the fabric of the divan to avoid being pushed off the edge of it. 
As he announced that he was going to come, Calvin extracted his dick from my backside and lifted his body onto his outstretched legs as he manically tugged on his cock, before a deluge of spunk sprayed all over me as he unloaded. With Calvin gasping with exhaustion, he started scooping up his jizz and feeding it to B. During this process, I also received a few hefty slaps to my face. We'd better get back to the house and shower before Martha and Cal get back, Calvin then announced. As we walked back to the house, I kept sniffing my fingers to inhale the marvelous ripeness of his armpits. Observing me doing so, Calvin said, it looks like you enjoy my pong. Fuck, yeah, I replied with a smile. Back in the house, he led me off to the shower in the spare bathroom. Apparently, he always used this shower because it was far larger than the one in the main bathroom, where a large bathtub took up a lot of the space. As we got into the shower, I reached over to open the faucet mixer. Upon doing so, my hand was slapped away from the gadget. As I looked at Calvin with a questioning gaze, he simply lifted his arms and placed his hands behind his head. No further explanation was needed before I plunged my face into the first of his armpits and commenced licking like crazy. Like a contented puppy, I then eventually moved to the other armpit. As I did so I felt warm liquid spraying over my thigh. I always piss in the shower, Calvin informed me with an impish smile. Me too, I answered, before we began laughing and pissing all over one another. Soon after we had showered, I returned to my room and put on a fresh t-shirt before joining Calvin downstairs. We then sat in the lounge enjoying another beer and awaiting the return of Martha and Cal. After they arrived and joined us, Cal asked, Dean, weren't you wearing a white t-shirt earlier? Yeah, but after a long walk with your dad, I was very sweaty and decided to have a shower, I replied. Did you also have your weekly shower? Cal then asked his dad with a smirk on his face. Calvin simply nodded with a defeated giggle. I hope that my son showers more often than he used to. Martha then asked me picking up on the subject. Every day, I replied. Wow, that's good news. Cal and his dad were never poster boys for personal hygiene. Calvin still has to be told to shower when he really gets smelly, she said with faux admonishment. It must have been quite a walk, Cal then said looking at me, before qualifying, because your face still looks a little flushed. Yeah. It was very hot, I replied with a self-conscious smile. That evening, we had a barbecue. Despite having been for lunch, Martha's sister was apparently a really poor cook and so Cal and she hadn't eaten very much at lunch. Throughout the evening and before we got to bed by nine, Calvin kept slyly gazing at me salaciously. Exciting as it was, I was still rather nervous that Martha and Cal might pick up on this. As we were lying in bed later, Cal said, Well, it really looks like you and my dad have hit it off very well. I really like your folks and I think your dad is amazing, I replied with a warm smile. By the way, did you guys shower together in the spare bathroom? Cal then asked. Well, we were in the bathroom together, but I showered first, I replied uncomfortably. That's a relief, Cal then responded. Intrigued, I cautiously inquired, why do you ask? Oh, it's nothing, really, he answered, before letting out a laugh. What's so funny? I asked. Well, 
When I was younger and dad and I showered together, we always had a piss fight in the shower, and I was afraid that you might have been initiated into his puerile sense of humor, Cal sniggered. No, nothing like that, unfortunately, happened, I quickly countered. Cal now gave me a quizzical look. Fearful that he may get the wrong impression and believe that I had the hots for his dad, which incidentally was the truth, I quickly said, your dad is a very sexy guy, and I am very pleased that you look like him. I am also happy to know what you will look like in 20 plus years from now. The piss thing sounds like fun, however MMM, I remember that comment, after a brief pause he continued, as far as the weight thing is concerned, I'd better start packing on the pounds, Cal chuckled. Definitely. I responded. Should I also start growing my beard longer like my dad's? Cal then asked. Absolutely. I once more replied. We did not have sex that night because I asked for a rain check. Given the fact that I was exhausted after all the walking I had done with his dad that day, I also added that the fresh air had possibly made me very drowsy. Cal wasn't upset and said that he fully understood, but warned that I would have to make it up to him the following night. The following morning Calvin didn't even offer me coffee before we were on our way back to the workshop. As we undressed, I pleaded, no more spanking or slapping, please. Much as I like it, I really don't want your son to find out about us. Cool. But in that case, I'm going to take it out on your arse. Calvin warned. The fucking I got that morning was spectacular. I felt like a rag doll in the hands of a mischievous child as I was tossed about and fucked from every angle. I also decided that henceforth, I would make sure that I didn't inhibit Cal's aggression in any way when we made love. That night, when Cal and I had sex, he was amazed by my compliancy. What further astonished him was when I encouraged him to give full vent to his inclinations. We had the best fuck that Cal and I had ever enjoyed that night, and I was very pleased with his progress. Best of all, he also began to employ his father's all-the-way-in-and-out thrusting technique after I urged him to do so. We were rather fortunate inasmuch as Martha always took sleeping pills and was therefore dead to the world once in bed. According to Cal, Calvin also slept very soundly and so we were able to get fairly carried away in the bedroom. The two bedrooms we used upstairs were on opposite sides of the house and with both doors closed, the sounds were greatly muted, or so we believed. During my Monday morning session with Calvin, he chuckled as he told me that he had heard Cal and I going for it the night before, before saying how proud he was of his son. That night, after we had all gone to bed, there was a knock at our bedroom door. Calvin then asked Cal to step into the passage for a quick chat. Upon returning into the room after a minute or so, Cal had a flabbergasted look on his face. What did your dad want? I quickly inquired. Cal then held up the paddle that Calvin had used on me in the workshop. My dad gave this to me, he said incredulously. Why? I asked in disbelief. Well, he said that if I was going to spank you, I should do a proper job. Oh, fuck, so he heard us, I sniggered. He also said that my mother was already in dreamland and that we shouldn't worry about her. We both now began to laugh. The following morning in the workshop, I fully understood Calvin's generosity when he produced a second paddle. Now we don't have to hold back any longer, he said with an evil grin. 
For the next two days of our holiday, my morning and evening sessions continued with the two Calvins. What happened on Wednesday morning, however, would turn out to be the most incredible and pleasant shocks of my life. Cal had also picked up on his dad's flirting and become suspicious, and once Calvin and I got to the workshop and commenced our session, shortly Cal was peeping in the window of the workshop and watching us. As normal, we had not bothered to lock the door of the workshop and after entering and quietly walking toward us, Cal's voice gave us a huge shock when he spoke. So, I was right about my suspicions, Cal uttered with a laugh. As we would all also soon find out, was that Cal knew about his father's enjoyment of men and of his ongoing misdemeanors with the staff that his dad employed. Calvin and I almost had heart attacks as we looked at Cal in disbelief. As Calvin and I began profusely apologizing, Cal told us to shut up. With a full look of annoyance, Cal then said, I'm not upset about what you guys are doing, I just fucking pissed off that I wasn't also invited. As Cal now began to laugh, Calvin joined in and then immediately suggested we get on with it. Oh, no, it's not going to be as easy as that, Cal pronounced, before adding, both of you are now going to be punished for excluding me. Calvin and I were then told to bend over and lean on the divan. After picking up the paddle, Cal then began to spank us, alternating between us and both our cheeks. He wasn't playing games and really lay into us. As this happened, Cal and I looked at one another, and as we gasped our lips soon joined in a horny embrace. Not long after, Cal threw the paddle aside and gripped hold of my hips tightly before he commenced fucking me. After pulling my torso up and moving slightly backward as he did so, Calvin now moved before me and started grinding his cock into my crotch. As Calvin's arms wrapped around us and pulled Cal closer, Cal's arms moved upward and soon his fingers were tweaking the shit out of my nipples. As I yelped, two mouths now toured my neck and head in a frenzied oral onslaught. Next, Calvin did what he had been dying to do all along, as his mouth enclosed on my shoulder and he started biting me. This agonizing ecstasy was soon amplified as Cal orally attacked my other shoulder. How they didn't draw blood, I will never know. The soreness from this assault catapulted me into another dimension of breathtaking torture. When Cal and Calvin also began constantly swapping body positions later, my anal, nipple, crotch mashing, and shoulder biting punishment scaled new heights. I was practically delirious as my two tormentors encased me in a threesome of carnal ecstasy before we finally all unloaded. During that day, I was slightly concerned about Cal's real opinion on my episodes with his dad. Unable to hold back, I eventually asked, I hope you are not upset about your dad and me. Are you kidding? I'm overjoyed. I wish we had visited here a lot sooner, because my dad has now broken you improperly for me. Just remember one thing, Dean. I won't be holding back in future, no matter how much you whine, he added with a cautionary warning. For the next three days before departing on Saturday, we followed the same routine. At night the three of us also visited the workshop so that we didn't have to worry about the possibility of Martha unexpectedly waking up. I was enjoying the best holiday of my lifetime. On our final night together, the cherry on top of this delicious cake was served, when after returning to the house after our nightly session, Calvin got into bed with us. That's when I witnessed Calvin and Cal really having an ardent kissing session as they feverishly rubbed their crotches together. 
It was an unbelievably hot scene, but as neither one willing to fully submit to the other, I happily became the focus of their pent-up frustration. Fortunately, as one after the other Calvin then fucked me again, they continued kissing one another. As we were driving home the following day, Cal looked at me and smilingly asked, Well, I suppose you'll want to visit the farm far more often from now on. Oh, definitely, I replied, with an even broader smile than his. By the way, my dad has long spoken about building a second home for me on the farm and said that he will now be doing so as soon as possible. How do you feel about becoming a farm girl? Cal teasingly asked me. I would love it, I answered unreservedly, before adding, and then I could possibly use the workshop to start a few hobbies. With a laugh, Cal then replied, with my dad and me around, there's only one hobby you'll be taking up. The End Thanks for listening to the My Nubian King Podcast. Make sure to subscribe for more thrilling stories.